0: I was just, like, how do you work this thing? Um, um, hey, everybody, this is Vince. Um, you know, I'm just decided to record a podcast today by myself. I and I just wanted to talk. Is that yeah, you Good, it. good job, bro. Yeah, I mean, I decided to get on the mic too, bro. Uh, I was hanging out with Bob Marley, partaking in some of his medicine, and I felt like, bro, I just want to record a podcast, you know, because. I'm like deep in thought and concentration right now that, you know, I just made me feel like I just wanted to talk. Is that, is that how we do it, Steve, bro? No, no, you got to do it. <clears throat> I just, I just want to talk to you, you know, but it doesn't matter because ain't no one doing it solo today. Uh, this ain't going to be one of those weird podcasts where you, you know, you have just Dave and Jess or, or just, just talking by himself because he just wants to talk. You nope. Know? And you know why we're not going to do a podcast like that today, right. kids? You know why? Tell- Vince. Bob um, Lay it on me, bro. Why? Because... Dave is back down. All right, I'll compel it, <laughs> Dave is back down. back down. back down. Dave is back down. Dave is down. <laughs> stop. stop, stop, stop. We're going get a little carried away here. So without further ado... The following podcast is scheduled for one fall. And today's topic, right place, right time. Take it away, boys.
1: to the OWP. This is our wrestling podcast.
2: This is Dave along with Jess. Uh, did some people think that I wasn't going to be here? It's been weird lately, but yes, not I'm here. Not. And cuz...
0: I mean, we have Shake Up in the Wrestling World and Shake Up in the Our Wrestling oh, Podcast.
2: Oh, cuz is here too. All three of us.
1: That's right. Bringing you our perspective on the world of professional wrestling. No inside sources, no ties to the industry, just stories from the diehards sharing opinions with you. And now on to our topic today... Right place, right time. As always, you can reach us via Instagram at OWP 2019, SoundCloud at Our Wrestling Podcast, YouTube at Our Wrestling Channel, or just do the easy thing, download WrestlePost. It's an app at no charge to you, and you can join us along with other great podcasts of the day. Right place, right time, guys. What are we talking about? Who wants to take the field on that one?
2: Dave, I I will cover that. However, I am... this. We haven't really I know we've released episodes since I defeated you at King of the Ring. Um, (laughs) We have released other episodes, but this is like really the first live one that we've done since then. And uh, how do you feel? The question is, how do you feel, Dave? How are you, buddy?
1: Uh, I feel great because I am super confident that even though I took five shots on the King of the Ring final episode, uh, Jess will definitely be taking what we have known as the Aussies to say is a shoey. Uh I have been hiking in Zion and other great places and attending baseball games and, and attending those fields with my dirty ass shoes. And when CM Punk does not, Wrestle in any major venue by the 31st Of December Jess will be drinking a shoey out of my dirty Dirty shoe and it's going to be Fan fucking Tastic that's how I feel
2: You had me at five shots Anyway so <laughs> This episode I like Because it's a lot of This happens behind the scenes and a lot of people Don't know about it What right place right time means is Kind of really what it insinuates It's they They it wasn't necessarily planned, but this person was literally in the right place at the right time. And they're kind of like, uh, let's do it. What about this guy? And he happened to be in the line of sight or on the piece of paper they were reading or on the video they were watching. And they're like, yeah, let's go with him. Right place, right time. It's, it's self-explanatory, but there's a lot of it that goes on in pro wrestling. So we're going to point out a few situations today, as a matter of fact.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And the reason why this topic came up is because of the. Now, former champion of WWE, Kofi Kingston. The reason why Kofi even got that run to begin with was just, it was literally a right place, right time scenario. Uh, He actually got his run by replacing Ali because Ali was injured by Randy Orton in a match on the way to the, you know, the run to WrestleMania. And Kofi actually makes this chamber match for the title when he's, you know, he's in the elimination chamber. And he was in the final two with Daniel Bryan, but he was eliminated by Daniel Bryan who was that current WWE champion at the time. However, Kofi Maney was already running wild due to that run, a match he wasn't even supposed to be in just replacing Ali, and he ended up chasing Brian for quite a long time and they actually strapped that whole uh, Daniel Bryan storyline on Kofi didn't they that yeah, B-plus player putting all these people in front of him, right? And eventually, you know, so Kofi's on on a on a chase. On a classic chase run, and people caught a lot of heat with it. And you know, that heat would build this true chase fashion would, and Kofi would eventually catch Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania 35 and defeat him for his first and only world title to date. It's a pretty cool story. Something that wasn't in the plans, right? Um, and Kofi took what little momentum he had, built the heat off it, and I, in my opinion, did a great job. I'm also kind of glad that that run is over. I think we've all yes. agreed on that. But I, I, I'm glad it happened. You know, cool. I, I think Kofi earned that, deserved that, and took what little he could and, and ran with it. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Yeah, as an example. Because what do you have to say about that? Well, I have actually two
0: questions about that. One, sure. Do we really th- do we think Gali was really going to go to main event face Brian? And two, were they really going to put a- the title on him?
1: No, no, that's not the point. The point is... No, I know. I feel
0: you. I'm just asking that question. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But but in this, sometimes, yes, uh, Jess, to your your point, sometimes, yeah, the title was going to be put on somebody, but in this case, it was not. So that's kind of the intricacies of this, right? Yeah. In this situation, Ali was never going to win that title at Chamber, and Kofi didn't either, which sometimes in true fashion is the new new guy, whoever comes into the match, is supposed to win that match. And And there are scenarios where that happens, too. But that didn't happen here in this case, Kofi caught so much heat, you know you know good true heat in the sense of I want Kofi to take that title and chase Daniel around you know the country until he finally does he was able to do that and that that's kind of uh that might be the only exception to this rule everything else was kind of strapped on because of need or necessity but Kofi kind of created that. He They almost recreated the Daniel Bryan movement with it, but that was all. We all know that's pretty much staged and planned. That was not, um, that was not true uh, right place, right time for Daniel Bryan. They tried to make no. it seem that way, but it, yeah. it just wasn't that way, right? We cool all knew that Kofi, that though. push was coming. So um, that's just completely different. That was pretty well planned out and thought out. So any questions, guys, before we begin? You said you had two questions. That was one of them. Well, sorry, the, it,
0: it was the two and one. It was, uh, did we think Ali was going to go to Mania? And then after, uh, if we thought they were going to actually put the title on Ali, if, you know, if he didn't get injured and went instead of Kofi.
2: Gosh. I think, I think yes to the first question and yeah. no to the second okay. question. Because, yeah, that, well, or, or yes, if they caught on. The only reason why Daniel Bryan lost the title at Mania was because Kofi did catch fire. Yes. yes. And that's why. Um, and I, but I want to say it was before Hell in the Cell. Wasn't it like a beat the clock match or something that they replaced Ali at? Or what was the?
0: What was yeah, uh, there was a. Was, um, yeah, I forgot what it was.
2: That was the match. They Ali got injured, so they pulled him out and put Kofi. And Kofi had such a good performance, people started chanting for him and then it, oh, never the gauntlet.
1: it was the gauntlet the That's gauntlet there you go there yeah, you the, go. Gauntlet the gauntlet match yes, yeah yes. and then that got him yep. into the chamber match which he eventually lost yes. but he and took people a started to
2: the people started catching fire after the gauntlet match and people were like uh, everyone in the back was like "Why?" they're even the next week they're still chanting kofi they're still going nuts for him and then yes in the uh, illumination chamber um Uh, They had an amazing finals like to that. And it was Kofi against Brian and Brian ended up beating him, but they did it in such the right, perfect way that you still were like, Kofi's got to get a rematch. He's got to get a one-on-one, no bullshit match. And then that ended up happening at Mania and they pulled it off. Perfect. I mean, they wrote everything perfect, just as perfect as they wrote Daniel Bryan. It's funny that you make that comparison, Dave. Um, It's, it's just as perfect as they wrote Daniel Bryan's out different, but the same, but uh, yeah, they took advantage of it. Yeah. i feel that kofi's linked in the company and his experience is what people remembered they wouldn't have had that fondness for ali they wouldn't have no i think so that's the problem i think they would have pushed him i think ali would have won the gauntlet match because they were kind of looking that way beforehand but But, would have
1: entered that chamber
2: but yeah the run up to daniel bryan like i think they would have soured on him and and daniel bryan would have had a different opponent mania
1: and let's not disparage Ali. Ali is freaking amazing, you know. But no, uh, he is. He's he not. Is, he's but, not there
2: yet. But Kofi does like represent this topic perfectly because he was in the right place at the right time. In the sense that they were like, "Who can be a good replacement?" I guarantee you, he probably just walked in. And he's like, "I'll do it." And when he did do it, it probably was fine. But he, they forgot that this tag team guy that has been you know throwing pancakes out in the crowd and coming out of cereal boxes or whatever that was a really good singles wrestler at one point for them and had really good feuds with like Randy Orton and people like that. And they forgot about that. And when he went in there and, and Kofi was so good, he's like, Oh, I'm switching back to singles wrestler mode now for a night. And he did. And everyone was like, we really like him. We forgot that. And all of a sudden Kofi fire, you know, sweeps the nation and, and that's what happened. So I think that's a perfect, uh, first example of this topic. Yeah,
1: no I love it and I, and I love the run up with Kofi. So, like I said, glad it's over. Um, I wish it didn't go down the way it did. We disagree on that, but, but
2: but the build up aside. Uh
1: love love the fact that he got a chance at a run at it. So, um no, no not many have earned it the way Kofi has and that's good stuff. So, Correct. let's Correct. take a man, we're going to take a huge step back in time. Uh, we're going to we're going to run back into the the late 80s guys and Some of you may not know about this, but we have talked about it in the archives. We can't talk about Right Place, Right Time without talking about the Honky Tonk Man. This is the ultimate just sitting in the right place at the right time. And we can't talk about Honky's Right Place, Right Time without the story of Ricky Steamboat's run with the IC title. Uh, This is in our archives as well. WrestleMania three, the match that stole the show, was Ricky Steamboat versus Randy Savage. Uh, And Steamboat, obviously, we all know, takes that match and takes that title. But what a lot of people didn't know or they should have known the stories vary where Steamboat told uh, VKM that I want some time off after my son's about to be born. And either Vince didn't hear it or didn't take him seriously, whatever it may be. Choice B. Yeah, exactly. Right. (laughs) And once Vince did take him seriously, he said, if you want to take time off, you got to drop the belt. So the belt was set for honky, right? No, it was not set for honky at all. That's not even where it comes in. Butch Reed was intended to take the title off steamboat, but he did not show up to a June 13th taping of superstars of that same year. And the brass was forced to scramble. And when we say the brass, the rumor is that Hogan and Vince were looking around the room, trying to find out who can take the title off steamboat to get him off to his wife and son to be. And, They literally looked around and Hogan said, how about that guy? He literally pointed to Honky on a bench somewhere and just in their vision said, how about him? And the rest is kind of history. Honky reverses out of a steamboat inside cradle in true heel fashion, uses the ropes for leverage to dethrone that icy champ. (laughs) And even more of a story, Jess and Cuz on this, he remains the longest IC title run ever at 454 days because Jake the Snake Roberts can't pass a flipping drug test. He was not supposed to hold the title for very long. He's supposed to be that interim champion that we talk about. But those things keep the belt on Honky, and he skins the cat with the likes of Steamboat, Billy Jack Haynes, Bruno Martino, George the Animal Steel, and even Macho Man Randy Savage. It's a pretty cool story. I mean, it is sick. I'm, you know, this guy shouldn't have had anything, like no titles. And he just happened to be sitting in the brass's vision when someone doesn't show up for a pay per view because somebody else wants to take time off and drop that title. What what do you say about that?
2: That's so, seem, Kofi that's Kingston, oh, sorry, cuz, go ahead. No, I didn't say anything. Oh, so like Kofi, Kofi Kingston, Kingston. <laughs> <laughs> like, I actually try to give him a fucking opening and then he's just like, all oh, no. He's like, no. Nope. No, oh, I was it <laughs> I have no idea. I know what you are talking about. <laughs> well, so what I, I mean,
0: I, I can say what a good guy Hogan is, man. Giving opportunity to people. Keep thank you, thank there you, guys. And, and
1: Honky did hey, say that in his speeches later. Like they, they had, you. they had a good friendship, and that was part of the reason why he said, "Why don't you?" Oh, Honky Tonk, strum my balls just, later, brother.
2: I just keep thinking about the listener that bitches at us because we keep bringing Hulk in, <laughs> and I actually didn't even bring him up in this one. It's great. It's great. Well, I we mean, bring it, Hogan everywhere
1: if you look and if you look in the research guys, Hogan's all over the story. You can't deny it. Dave, so. it's really
2: fucking hard to deny the greatest wrestler of all time, right? So oh, I mean, man. what the fuck? Why would we not I guess bring him up? he's
1: God? I mean, uh, just
2: just gargle it be, and get back he's to me. In every bro. Story. <laughs> he's, he's God with the beer can penis, brother. Brother. All right, getting getting back spot, to it. What do you brother. guys God have to say probably about does hockey. have that. Dave, calm down. I'm saying that God has he have good powers. Leathery no. rubber chicken skin too. He blessed Hulk with a beer can penis. Maybe Hogan
0: is like God, like God wanted to play in person in the video game. So this is his simulation. And,
2: he's playing through <laughs> and at that moment, <laughs> at <laughs> that moment, Jess and Cuz derailed the show and Dave... <laughs> <laughs> like at this moment, uh, I heard Dave right now, now go, fuck it. We, <laughs> we were doing so good during the Kofi thing, and now all of a sudden, Jess and Cuz, fuck with my shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> Honestly, I thought Sorry, I heard someone to my I'll door. I, I I'm not sure. Okay. sure. Anywhoozle. So yeah, so... <laughs> Kofi was a good example of this topic, but I think if you look up right place, right time in the dictionary, there's a picture of the honky tonk man going, who me? Like just fucking looking all confused in the picture because that's exactly how it happened. Like they, like, just like Dave said, You know, they have this teardown match at Mania 3, Savage, and Steamboat. They Vince wants to really put the title on Steamboat and invest some stock into him. And he's like, no, like, before I won the title, I told you that my son was going to be born. And as it got closer to his birth, I'm going to go for a while. But, yeah, I just put the title on you, pal. Yeah, but I know. But before you put the title on me, I told you that I'm fucking out of here. My son's being born. Well, fuck that. And then the whole thing starts. And then so he's like, fine, we're going to take it off you then. So That sounds good. Butch Reed was the guy originally. They were going to run him a steamboat probably for a few months, you know, and like get get some defenses out of him, and then you know build Butch Reed, and then Butch Reed was going to be the heel champ. And like Dave said, then Jake was probably going to step in. That was kind of the 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 generic outlook at the time. Of course, everything changes, but everything changed big time here because, like, basically Butch Reed's like, oh, cool, I'm in line for a shot, you're really looking my way, sounds good no show, like a fucking dork and, like, so he (laughs) he fucking no show, like an idiot, like, I mean, come on like, you can't, you you didn't know that the company was going to put some steam behind you, just dork, like, so, so yeah, he no shows, so Vince is like, well, fuck you then, because I just fucking said I'm going to take the belt off a guy who wants to leave me, and then you fucking no show so double fuck you to both of you so Hulk, I don't know, Terry what the fuck's gonna happen here? We're gonna we're in turmoil right now. How about that guy, brother? And honky's all "Hey, me! Like fucking probably walking out of the bathroom. And like, and so that's like that's literally how it happened because Honky actually was brought in as a face, believe it or not, as this Elvis impersonator. And and during the TV tapings, people were booing him. And and Vince was puzzled. I don't know how uh how's this guy not getting over? I, I'm telling everyone he's a face. I don't get it. So they said, you know what, let's fucking turn this guy heel. And they put Jimmy Hart with him and then he starts getting major heat. Like people are fucking like wanting to kill this guy. Like, he's pretending he's an Elvis. He's pretending he doesn't know who Elvis is, which is really genius. And he's pretending, great, yeah. Yeah, he's pretending. And then when he does acknowledge Elvis, he says that Elvis impersonated him. Like, it's just... in <laughs> back here in the 80s, guys, you have to remember that people were super naive to wrestling. They wanted to believe it was real if they didn't already think it was real, like in the Deep South and shit. So, like, they were just all about, like, fucking hating this guy, Honky. So he was starting to get momentum, and then Hulk's like, what about this guy? And Vince is like, okay. And just... That combination of Jimmy Hart, Honky, and the IC title, just fucking nuclear heat, like Dave said, for a record breaking number of days as intercontinental champion. Just right place, right time. I don't think there's a fucking better example. Like he is the he's the poster boy.
1: Yeah. No, without a doubt. Without a doubt, man. <laughs> it's it, it's crazy. Honky is an incredible story. He's got And Hogan to think. I think what's that?
0: He's got Hogan to thank for that.
2: Oh my God. Okay. He does. And Hogan's big beer can penis to thank for that, too. And <laughs> I'm just listing facts. I don't know why you're getting all mad, dude. How do you know it's a beer can? I... On the Bubba the Love Sponge video where he screwed Bubba the Love Sponge's <laughs> I, wife. I didn't want I didn't <laughs> she
1: watch it. She said
2: that in the video. It didn't show it, but she said, oh, my God, it's like a like a Coke can or something. She said something that was like a Coke can or beer can or something, I, which is like. That's how um, white
0: it was, huh? Jesus. I
2: don't even know what that's like. No woman's ever said that to me. <laughs> so that's pretty fucking good on his part. Tearing the walls feels. up going in, huh? All smoke, right, all right. Smoke all if right. he got him. You know what I'm talking about. So we're so we're
1: editing from 16. Okay. We're not having shit, Dave.
2: We're not having shit. You just fucking you grow a fucking pair of balls and you power on right now. You power right, us on,
1: powering through the next one. Oh, we'll we'll talk about great. it right now. We'll just get right into it. We have another IC title opportunity that comes into play. Uh, didn't last quite as long as Honky's though, but I guess nobody's did. We're gonna talk about Zach Ryder. <laughs> Uh, who's Zach Ryder? Um, some of you know Zach Ryder some of you may Ooh, have who, never who? seen him because <laughs> who who right? The woo-woo has been on TV uh, sparingly to say to put it nicely. Um, great talent uh, great in the back. He is one of those WWE staples for many years. Um, but he's kind of like that for for us old guys he's that Jim Powers of the WWE. great look, great physique oh, good great talent. Yeah, great talent. Just uh, can't seem to get it over, my friend. Uh, But we love him. We love Zack Ryder. He's awesome. Uh, But he got another he got an IC title opportunity himself. But before we talk about that, we have to talk about where it stems from. And we're talking about that man, Neville. And some of you know Neville. And I know we got to do a little backstory here. Who is Neville, you ask? If you're watching AEW, you know exactly who he is. Bastard. Yeah, we're talking about Pac, right? who's in AEW right now, and he's he's ferocious. He's on fire. He's also the man that Gravity forgot when he was Neville in in the WWE, and he is absolutely amazing. He was on a tear when he made his way out of NXT and was on his way to greatness until... March 14th of 2006 and a match with Chris Jericho of all people. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, it wasn't that long ago that these guys were on the VKM teat themselves back in 2016. Hasn't been that long, has it? And that's when Neville broke his ankle and it sidelined him for four months. And many of us were absolutely devastated in that situation. However, because of that, Ryder got his chance. He took Neville's place in a seven-man ladder match at WrestleMania of the same year for the IC title. And, Jess, what's the rule when the new guy comes into a match like that?
2: He always wins. They
1: always win, right? And the reason why that is is because it's the ultimate kayfabe play. How would the replacement ever come in and win? Because they couldn't have scripted that in time. They could of course, they can, right? But that's the rule, right? Just like where they try to pull, well, you can win a title on a house show. You got to keep watching, you got to pay attention anytime. So when a new guy comes into a match like that, usually the rule is they're supposed to win it. And the brass did not disappoint there. Until the next night on Raw when Miz actually took it off Ryder immediately. <laughs> that was funny. I think I would have liked to have, have that uh, that title run go a little longer than 24 hours. What say you, Cuz?
0: Yeah, because it, it was a cool moment for him at WrestleMania. People blew up at WrestleMania
1: when that happened, by the way. What's up? They exploded. The fans went oh, nuts yeah, when exactly. he won that title.
0: And then what was he saying? that I've never even heard my theme song played at WrestleMania or something like that leading up to it <laughs> or before that.
1: He so he was, was cool never moment. he was never on WrestleMania. The god that. did
0: that crowd pop for yeah. fucking Miz when when the Miz beat him the next night.
1: Yeah, that's disappointing. And I I, yeah. I like the Miz. Don't get me wrong. But I was just a little disappointed in the fact yeah. that Zack Ryder can't get longer than twenty four hours I, on a title run. I feel yeah. He deserves more. Yeah. Uh, well, a lot of people deserve more, but life isn't fair, right, Jess? True. Correct. Yeah. If Hogan Correct. was there, he would have gotten it. You know, he would have gotten Aww. it. Oh. <laughs> so stupid
2: what well, so. what it's true
0: <laughs> you give the broski he would, brother he would have stuck his rate, beer brother. can
2: penis between each rung of the ladders and use that as leverage to climb up and defend and fight off people trying to <laughs> knock him down that's Dude, what this the is is fucking serious penis. this is science and shit. It's engineering you can't fucking beat it
1: ah
2: uh, i'm just gonna move anyway forward. Anyway, Uh, so, so, uh, yeah, no, it's fine. Zack Ryder, blah, blah, blah. I disagree. I mean, I agree that he should be on this list, but I disagree with the fact that it was a good call. It was fucking whatever It was boring and stupid, especially when especially when you lost the next day. I was like, what's the point? And uh, well,
1: I I literally remember, by the way, I don't know if you remember this, Jess, but you at WrestleMania was at your house and you said, oh, he'll lose it the next night.
2: And I was right. You actually,
1: you actually said that. You were absolutely right. I I, I'm, not, I'm not making that up, ladies and gentlemen. Jess actually did say, oh, he'll lose it tomorrow. Jess
2: is all, like, usually always right. And, and I was like, I'm, I'm very right by saying that uh, Pac or Neville looks like Gollum from Lord of the Rings. And that's Aww. why he wasn't going to make it in WWE to begin with. So it's Aww. ironic, too, that all these right place, right, like, right time guys, like <laughs> the, the original that they replaced pretty much was never going to make it anyway. Like Butch Reed was going to do shit right? Like fucking Ali wasn't going to get over. He's talented, but Ali wasn't going to get over with the crowd. Kofi just had that magic and it worked that way. And fucking Gollum wasn't going to get over with the WWE crowd because he looked like that. (laughs) Whether you turn heel or face, Vince is all about looks, right? And character. It's just that way. It's presentation. He's doing great on the indies. I'm nothing against him. Pac is mm -hmm. great. He's a great athlete, but he wasn't going to win anyway. So you use Zack Ryder. You make a good moment. Eh, I wish somebody else would have won, but Gollum wasn't going to win anyway. So it doesn't matter.
1: Right All place, right. right
2: time. Right place, right, right time.
1: Right place, right time. That's what it is. I mean, that's I love this topic, man. I, the funny thing is is you don't really find as many as you'd like to. I don't know if there'll be a part two or three, but maybe we'll find some more. Uh, speaking of more, we do have a few more we can bring up, though. We're going to talk about the Mountie. It's interesting that the majority of these are icy titles, but we do have one more world title in the Waiting in the Wings. But right now, we're going to talk about the Mountie. Jess, can you tell us a little bit about the Mountie and how he came about into the World Wrestling Federation.
2: I would love to. Uh, the All Mountie right. um, is Jacques Rougeau the from the Fabulous Rougeau Brothers. Uh, mm-hmm. Him and his brother Raymond were the Fabulous Rougeau Brothers, and they were popular in the. Well, I can't even say they're popular. They were pushed as faces in the late '80s, and then that people just, you know, Vince just said, "Fuck it, if you're going to be booed, let's just make you." Uh, American like wannabes like so they pretended they moved to America and they started bringing little American flags and that would piss people off and then Jimmy Hart started managing them and the Fabulous Rougeau Brothers if we ever do like an underrated episode or whatever again um are so underrated as a tag team they were so good I agree so Jacques is a little bit more charismatic than Raymond was so Jacques after a while um, Raymond wanted to retire that's right and they wanted to keep Jacques. So they pretty much said, let's come up with the thing. So they came up with the Mountie. He dressed up just like a Canadian Mountie because he is Canadian. And he rode the little red shirt and the black little, you know, police pants or whatever with the boots. And he would shock people with his little fucking shock stick. And that was a little stupid. That's right. Yeah. But I mean, like, that was the whole thing. He wasn't really meant to be much more than like a mid Carter. Maybe if he's lucky. Yeah. Maybe he spent a, he's in spent a day in some weird scenario to to the boss
1: man, right, you know. Yeah, in some odd yeah.
2: scenario, Dave, he might yeah. win the IC title, maybe I don't know what scenario that would be. I don't know if it would be called right place right time or what, but that's well, really I'll, what tell you, oh, I'll tell you. Oh, Dave I'll has tell something. you what
1: happened there. We do have we do have a situation where for some reason on uh, January 17th of 1992, uh K Faye Bret Hart is coming in about ready to be upset because he has the flu. He has a goddamn fever, Dave. He has a really bad one, apparently. And that fever apparently has an issue with signing contracts. T- Just tell us more about
2: that. <laughs> yes, it's a it's a uh, I don't I want to fucking use WCW's leverage itis. And that's what happened. It's a vicious fucking like bacteria that gets around. You're, it, a lot of people don't get it. So what happened was is Brett thought this is really interesting that his contract was coming up at the end of 91 slash beginning of 92. Mm -hmm. So he went to WWE meaning Vince and said like, Hey, listen, my contract's coming up. I kind of want a new deal. I want a better deal. Well, we'll talk about that, pal. And all that. And, And Brett was the current IC champion. So, yeah. and so Vince was like, no, yeah, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that later. No, I mean, my contract's coming up. Let's talk about it now. I right. have an offer from WCW. They're offering me like a downside guarantee and lesser dates and yada, yada. And this was in 92. And Vince was like, okay, well, if you're serious about leaving, then I think we should take the belt off you. So now Brett had two choices. At that point, he could be like, Nah, you fucking got me, bro. Let's just re- <laughs> give me something fair. And then I'll, we'll keep going on. You got or, Vince. Or he could be like, I'm going to call his bluff and be like, well, yeah, you're right, Vince. I should drop the title because I'm really thinking about going to WCW. So Brett stupidly chose plan B. Well, maybe not stupidly because I don't know what his final his re-signing amount was because he did eventually re-sign. But Brett said, Brett said, fine. No, you know, you're right. I should drop it thinking that he was going to call Vince's bluff. And then Vince is like, right, you should. And and Brett's (laughs) like, absolutely. That's the right thing to do. And Vince is like, yes, it is. And Brett's like I I know and Vince's like great what a great man you are and he's Like I thank you very much for saying that and So that that was whole (laughs) dumb shit they Were doing and then so he's like well (laughs) then You're in a house show loop at the Mountie so you're Going to lose the Mountie in a house show And he's like okay well, I'll do it I'm gonna do it you're right because I'm probably gonna leave so if you don't want to match my deal I'm gonna go and Vince is like okay fine so next next show you're gonna lose to the Mountie and then Brett goes <laughs> again he goes that's uh, exactly I'm not I'm not fucking with you <laughs> I, I'm really gonna go so uh, yep lose to the Mountie sounds good so he lost to the Mountie and the whole kayfabe thing was he had a fever blah 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 and did the whole thing and then he re-signs right afterwards he's like I was just fucking with you I'm not going anywhere I just wanted to get a little bit more more money and Vince is like, ah, 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 and they signed the deal. And then Piper beat the Mountie, and then Brett beat Piper at Mania 8. But the whole reason why the Mountie is on this list was because he was in the right place at the right time, meaning he was just literally feuding with Brett kind of on TV. They had a little, you know, yeah. between hot spots. You know, back here, they didn't have pay per views every month, so it was like SummerSlam, Survivor Series, Royal Rumble, Mania. That's the way it went. So between, mm-hmm. you know, like SummerSlam Survivor Series, they just had Bret Hart feuding with the Mountie on you know, loops and stuff and Brett was beating him every night and on this night Mounty beat him and uh, then Piper beat him and that was the reason why the Mountie won the title because Brett was uh, uh, no problem bro I'm going to drop it that's what pros do and Vince is like thank you I know you're a pro you, yeah, thank you you're a pro no you're a pro ah. and they just did that stupid shit for like a month and then yeah, did a little so, dance. so yeah Brett really would not have lost the title and probably held it continuously through if it hadn't been for this little snafu where Brett wanted to play a little money game with Brett i I'm sure he got more money in the long run. I'm sure it worked out for Brett and positively, but that's kinda of what went on. That's why the Mountie got the IC title for a fucking week, if it's that even. And then out, And you, Piper! You bring your skirt to Royal Rumble on Sunday! Cause I guarantee you that's the only thing you're gonna leave the ring with!
1: Because I am the Champion! Uh, yeah, it was um, technically about a 48-hour stint, <laughs> actually. Shit, way less and than a week, is
2: what I meant to yeah, say. It was, a lo- it was less
1: than a week. It was just two days, and then Rowdy Piper took the title at Royal Rumble in uh, 92. And But I'll tell you, there's one, there's two things there that come on that right place, right time. That's the Mounties, the obvious one we're talking about. And Jess talked about the um, the match with Rowdy and Brett uh, is one of... One of, In my opinion, one of the one of the greats for an IC title match Told a great story We may not have had that story If the roles were reversed Where Brett had already had the title If he was going to continue to keep it So, you know, there's another great match And the way that storyline went down uh, Causes Brett to, you know Ultimately have an amazing match with Piper And then uh, the Mountie kind of goes where he goes Once Brett becomes champion He destroys the Mountie you know, about a year later and the Mounties kind of gone or a few years later. So, um, but that's it. A two day stint of the IC title. <laughs> Any questions on that? Cause no, no questions, but
0: <laughs> I don't want <laughs> to yeah, mention the fact Lord. that, you know, since Hogan wasn't in the intercom,
1: oh, of the picture, he did a favor for everybody. It's,
2: there, I mean, again, correct. <laughs> you know, I don't know why I'm agreeing a lot more with cause lately. I have no idea why. <sighs> so dumb. All right.
1: We got one more to talk about. And this one, We already talked a lot about the the major story of this. This is a tough one for me because we had talked about the tragic story of Chris Benoit and his family a few months back. It's in the OWP archives if you want to check it out. And I got to say, guys, this is probably the worst way to get a break in wrestling that I can possibly think of. This is about John Morrison or Johnny Nitro at the time of this taking place. Uh, Another fantastic wrestler, fantastic physique, uh, great guy. We, you know, Jess and I just saw him locally what less than a year ago, Jess in LA. Yes, um, doing some fantastic work still, putting on a great show no matter where he is. He really, I I believe, he's a guy that loves the business. He goes everywhere, you know, wherever there's a match, he's in it. So, um, you know, but the less talk about event for the that weekend of Chris Benoit's death and his family. He was actually due to win the revamped ECW title against CM Punk on January 19th, 2007 at Vengeance. And if any of you don't know what happened that weekend, get, you know, get on Google or listen to our podcast. I don't want to talk about it any more than I have to. Um, but because Benoit's uh, quote unquote family emergency is what they call it in all the Wikipedia articles. Um, and you can click on family emergency; it'll tell you what happened. But I'm not going to talk about it. Uh, you know, because of that infamous no-show, Benoit was replaced with Johnny Nitro, and the rest is basically history. You know, Nitro actually defeats CM Punk and wins the ECW title out of absolutely nowhere.
2: To generate some offense, oh. Nitro with a great oh, counter Oh no! What the fuck? Your pumps, feet were on the ropes. That means even more impact. Oh, it's over. you got to be kidding. No one else this matched. And new ECW World Champion, Johnny Nitro. Holy, holy smokes. Johnny Nitro new
1: And he does a pretty good job. You know, he, he only, he holds it for weeks, not months. Let's be honest about it. Because, um. Uh, you know, they, even though they change his name to Morrison and they do all these great things, he looks like John. He looks like uh, Morrison from The Doors. That's kind of why they take it that route. Unfortunately, he can't seem to. Uh, he he fails a drug test as well, and they pull the title off of him. Like him and CM Punk exchange their matches back and forth, and eventually CM Punk overcomes and defeats John Morrison uh, within a matter of like five to six weeks. But in my opinion. This changed Johnny Morrison's career forever. Everywhere Morrison goes now, he's a main eventer. He took himself to new heights in TNA. He was the top of TNA for some time. I don't know if any of that happens, in my opinion, if it wasn't for this brief title run because somebody literally just had a psychotic break and did what he did and didn't make it to TV. Basically, you know, it's just the it's the little known story behind the big story of this huge tragedy. Uh, take it away, guys. What do you want to talk about with it? It's 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 incredible. A little unknown it's, it's thing, too,
2: is actually that also led to him having a really cool tag team with the Miz as well. And that launched Miz's career because Miz and yeah. Morrison got over after that. Eminem, right? And yeah. No, Eminem was the original tag team. Oh, okay. And and Miz and Morrison became a tag team after that after he won the ECW title after all that and then that actually launched The Miz. It showed people that The Miz was funny. They had really funny skits together. They just they, they it's back when kind of Vince was stopping them from improving, but allowed a little bit of it and these guys like The New Day kind of did. Just embrace that character, those characters and made their own out of it. And Miz and Morrison was really funny and really entertaining for a long time. Um, they actually main evented, uh Survivor Series against the Rock and Cena, right, cuz? Is
0: that? Yeah, Rock and Cena. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just, I know, sorry, I just blanked out because I was thinking of a, a video. That, sorry, I'll, I'll mention it after, but keep going. It's something with John Morrison. But and
2: but before that, like, yeah, like like Dave said, like the Johnny Nitro was part of Eminem, the tag team. And unfortunately, this was during the phase where you know, Vince was really just like enamored with divas. So Marlena kind of got all the, the attention like Sonny did back in the day. Oh, and yeah. so Marlena got all the attention. And so the Eminem tag team was kind of like secondary to Marlena, who was their manager at the time or the valet, or whatever you want to call it and so Vince really liked her. So it was really important when she did the splits, getting in the ring and all that, that was all pal. You got to make sure you get that shot. So the sack, the tag team was secondary, but they were actually pretty decent as a tag team. And they won a couple tag titles and Eminem was pretty cool, but Marlena was supposed to be the big star. So like Dave said, unfortunately in the worst way possible, he was in the right place at the right time became Johnny Morrison. The rest was kind of history. Kind of just became a guy that they depended on after that. He was super talented anyway. Um, but, uh, Yeah, he, you know, was known as ECW champion, then, you know, had to leave for a while because of his drug failure and then came back and Miz and Morrison had a great tag run together and he was on the main roster for a bit. And now actually he re-signed a couple weeks ago, I want to say, I saw. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. He'll be back on the main roster pretty soon. So, uh, you know, it it was, it was uh, unfortunately because of what happened, it was the best thing for him.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, it is one of those things where, man, that's terrible, but, you know, hopefully, I mean, I'm sure Morrison took it in the right strides and said, Hey, I'm, I'm just helping the company out and doing what I need to do. Um, but it, it's a, it's a horrible way to, to come on top. I
2: Cause guess. what the video you're talking about, was it the Hogan sex take, but this beer can penis. <laughs> oh no. Yeah,
0: John Morrison. I'm asking a question. 450 dude. Splash onto Hogan and Love sponge wife.
2: And it's no, like uh, beer can penis. <clears came throat> <out. laughs>
0: no, uh, I've always been a fan of John Morrison. I was sad when he went to ECW because we all knew what that meant, right? Going to ECW, WWE's version. But, uh, no, there there there's some badass videos of John Morrison. I was watching this back then when they were coming out. There's a channel called Bat in the Sun. Uh, And what they do is they do these mock videos. Like, they'll take someone from, like, Mortal Kombat, for example, and what would it be like if he fought the Power Ranger? This and that. John Morrison actually, came, uh, he starred in a few of those. Uh, there's one where he plays Casey Jones from Ninja Turtles, and he fights the uh, main guy from Kickass. It's all like choreographed, you know, stunts and fighting and stuff. But just really cool hmm. videos. <clears throat> so that just shows you his talent, like how how talented he is, how athletic he is, all the stuff that he can do in the ring, outside the ring, his acting skill. Uh, John Morrison, you know, he's he's a great wrestler and. I'm glad they have him come back, and you know, unfortunately, yeah, when he won one of the quote big ones, the ECW WWE version title, unfortunately, it was a you know crazy scenario to be in because of a uh, you know what happened with Benoit.
1: A little selfish so, side note that he had that more actually time to shine on the big stage, huh? Yeah, a little selfish side note to that. I mean, Justin, I actually saw Morrison in a tag match against yes. the Great Muta, like, right. pretty much what over a year ago, and <laughs> I yeah. I was having a blast watching that PCW, I mean, right? Yeah uh yeah pcw that's right yeah nice and yeah just like i said the guy you know we always talk about the guy can wrestle a broom yeah he's one of those guys and i guess what
0: i was trying to get to he deserves more than uh you know having to be the guy in the right place at the right time when it comes to this oh i agree but i think
1: (laughs) but i think this catapulted his career into that too he just he just he needed a break he needed a break and he got it and he's made the most of it ever since in my opinion i think you know out of all these people he may have made the most of those breaks um no, Maybe no, next to Honky, I don't know because you know, jo- you know Nitro or Morrison, whoever you want, whatever you want to call him, a lot of that stuff has been on the independent circuit, but he's he's headlined everywhere he's gone since, you know, and he hasn't let up, and he's he's still great. So, oh yeah, he's still, um, is. yeah. So it's it's a it's an incredible story. They're they're all really cool stories, man. I got to tell you, yeah, um, boy. Anything I, else? You know, yeah, ahead, before Jess.
2: we started recording, I uh, you know we were questioning the order, and I said put Kofi last. And you actually, you said something that made me feel kind of bad. And you were just like, oh, I mean, you're, is it really that important? We should put him on last. And I was like, Jesus, Dave, like, I'm, I'm not, it's not a dictatorship. If you want to fucking not put him on last, go <laughs> ahead. And I felt bad. And then like, now I'm like, why in the fuck didn't you put Kofi on last? We have to end on this shit. Benoit, murdering what's, people. what's wrong with, what's wrong with Morrison? I think Morrison's great, man. He fucking that murdered his wife and son, Dave. <laughs>
1: Oh, man. Well, we kind of got past that already, but thanks for bringing it back up. I appreciate right. that. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, like I said, we just bring it right back around, man. It's all good. But like I said, Kofi is the one that sparked this conversation. And we started talking about it, you know, just literally in, in text and conversation. What should we call this? And we literally call it right place, right time. Kofi was in the right place in the right time. All the way back to the days of the honky-tonk man in the 80s. You find all these stories out. Sometimes you find them out days later. In our cases with Honky Tonk, we found them out, what, over a decade later that there was right place and right time moments. And that's what this is all about, man. It's it's super cool. Uh, and I hopefully we can find some more, dig up some more for you. Maybe we can have a part two. We will see. Uh, as always, you can reach us at Instagram at OWP2019, SoundCloud at Our Wrestling Podcast. YouTube at our wrestling channel, or like I said, do the easy thing. Download wrestle posts at no charge to you and join us along with other great podcasts of the day. This is Dave along with Jess with cuz and the OWP signing off. Have a good Peace. one.